0: DJ PK and David Locke joins us now. His weekly interview brought to you by Murdoch Chevrolet. During the month of May, get 0% APR for 84 months. No payments for 120 days or until January of 2021. That's on the 2020 Silverado, the 2020 Trax models, or, wait for it, the 2020 Equinox. See, it all comes full circle. Go see the guys at Murdoch Chevrolet and Woods Cross or Logan. David, good morning. Good morning. How did that come full circle? Oh, we were discussing equinoxes earlier in the segment. Oh. Mm -hmm. Do you believe summer starts on June 21 because of the equinox or whatever? Or do you believe summer starts on Memorial Day weekend? I
1: think summer starts sometime in July. No. Um,
0: uh, I don't know. I've never. This is not a thought I've ever had for one moment in my life. Summer starts when the kids are out of school. Which here is roughly Memorial Day. Right, that's what I was going to say. So, or they've been out of school for months.
1: So, David, did your the, son like graduate from Georgetown
2: uh, virtually? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yep. But wait, it is. <laughs> Jeez, wait, wait, wait a second here. Uh, again, first world problems. Your kid graduated <laughs> from Georgetown virtually, and that sucks. Oh my it god, it does. Totally. I, don't, on
0: the list. I don't think that he's as down about that. I don't think he was looking forward to that as much as um, he just thought the whole last semester online was weird and not really the college experience, and they shouldn't have been paying for no, the price terrible. for that. Like it's,
1: you've, worked, you've worked a long time for that. And great accomplishment. It's a big deal. It's a
0: big passage into the world and all sorts of no, stuff. Terrible. Well, he's on to getting a job now, so rearview mirror stuff. Yeah. David, we have actual basketball to talk to you about, and I couldn't be we more do. thrilled about it. Let's assume the NBA restarts the season. How do the Jazz compensate for the fact that a guy who shot a bunch of three pointers, good for six, seven, eight a night, and averaged about 20 points a game, how do they uh, compensate for the fact that Bogdanovich has had the wrist surgery and isn't going to play?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's big um, from on the basketball end of things that. But you had a you know he's shooting 41% from 3 with a torn ligament in his wrist it's pretty impressive um he's uh he's the, you know he's the piece that spread the floor he, we used him a lot in the pick and roll uh, so that's it's a massive piece um i thought the jazz had a advantage when the season started that, shooting was going to be way behind everyone's shooting was going to be off and so if you were a good shooting team i think that actually became even more important and so there was a there was a chance coming into this the jazz would have been at a considerable advantage now there's also an argument jazz are slow to start and they have a restart and so it could be really tough um but that so i think they've lost you know their primary advantage if the jazz are going to in the playoffs and beat people, they're going to outshoot. Them. You know, it's like, it's very different than what we're used to. We're used to spending. and now we're going to have to outshoot people. Um, but and so we have lost some of those shooters, so it's a really significant injury. I think you will, you know, start Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles, with Donovan and Mike, um, and then George Niang. Uh, last- his minutes significantly. You'll probably run a Clarkson court with uh, with, with Joe and Donovan and. Um, Mike and I think actually Clarkson's role becomes bigger because we haven't been great. If my memory's correct, when we have all three of our point guards on the floor at the same time, and Joe Donovan and Mike, and so you probably have to play Clarkson some in there. And he's probably got to change his role a little bit. Um, on the other end, you need to score. So um, it'll be when, when we're short a piece there. You know, that's ten or and we We're probably going to play at least nine, and maybe even maybe even you're playing ten or eleven. Guys
2: have been off for a while. Joe Engels had brought up Moutier too. Do you see Moutier having an increased role? Yeah, I think it would be a guy that takes you know,
1: leave some of those minutes, and then I, I don't know you know what his, his you know whether he'd really be ready. But Jawan Morgan is a player that probably could sneak in and, and get a few minutes in there, um, depending where he is right now.
0: Have it, other NBA teams, has it been under the radar? Have other NBA teams lost guys? Because this is not an uncommon thing where a guy tries to play through something and then decides to have summer surgery. So we're kind of getting to that timeline, and if guys want summer surgery for next season, they need to get it done. Have there been other under-the-radar stuff, or is Bogdanovich really one of a kind?
1: Yeah, I, I haven't heard it, but you're absolutely right, David. The minute it came out, I was like, oh, this makes total sense in, the, in that um, – you know, you're right, the ti- your timeline, you know, if you want, there's a lot of guys in the league, they're playing with something that they know they're going to have to have surgery on at the end of the year, right? Um, that's part of the league. You're just fighting through it. And so there's, a, I think in, in that sense, there's there has to be more guys that are um, doing that and that are in that situation. I just, um, you know, I haven't heard it, so I, I assume it hasn't taken place.
2: Do you think that uh, we might see more injuries? Because this is an unprecedented situation where they've been off without the access to whatever they've had all these years this long. I do think so, though. It sounds like, and
1: and I don't know this for a fact, but um, I'm using the idea that anything you hear out of the NFL, you can also hear out of the NBA. We really mirror each other right now. And so you're begin, like the NHL I've heard is bringing their players back on June 1st and into their marketplaces when where they can. Um, and so that they'll do group workouts from June 1 until June 15th. And then they'll do so and when I say group workouts, a group of three or four of them will work out together um, on the ice and then. Um, another group of three or four will work out. And the way I understood the NHL is going to do it is that they, those groups stay together for that period of time to reduce contacts. Um, And then, and then they'll start skating as a team June 15th. Well, if we're not starting until July 15th or so, that's six weeks. So that's actually a pretty good ramp up period of time. So certainly, there is a chance for more injury, and it's unique, and you have players doing things during a time period in their body that they have not done it before um, calendar-wise. But if they actually have six weeks to ramp up, that's a pretty good amount.
0: So is that the timeline you're buying now? You think it's going to be mid-July, and that's the way it's going to happen?
1: feels like it. I mean, it's kind of felt that way the whole time. And then you had the Milwaukee Bucks owner the other day coming out and saying, what, we'll have basketball in six to eight weeks. so what he said? Um You know, so it does feel that way. I mean, there's just been so many pieces. There was the Sinclair CEO on the investment call saying he expected both the NHL and the NBA to fulfill their minimum requirements of games. So that told you that the NHL would play enough of those extended playoff games that they seem to be playing with their 2014 bubble and that the NBA would play regular season games. Now, whether that turns out to be true or not, that was his comment. Um, And we're just, you know, now you have the owner of the box saying he expects, I think he said, six to eight weeks. Um, he might've said four to six weeks, but I think he said six to eight. So six to eight takes you right into the middle of July. Um, those seem to line up. And then, um, I've talked about this a lot, but if you assume we're not starting the 2021 season until late December, middle or late December, then you can back time this out and you end up with training camp, you know, the Monday after Thanksgiving. And then that gives you to late September to play. Um, you know, our playoffs usually take us two months to finish, but if everyone's in the same location and we're not doing the silly stuff in the first round, where you know you play Monday and you don't play again till Thursday, and then you play Saturday, and you don't play again till Wednesday in the first round, and the, I think you can suddenly get a seven-game series done. With you know, if I don't know how they're going to do the bubble, if it's all going to be Orlando or if it's going to be half Orlando and half Vegas, but if you you know just really easily, you can. Once the playoffs start, it's not hard to get four games in in a day. So you just have four games in every day, and you just are playing every other day. And if at some point you need to play every day, you do it. But then you shorten the NBA Finals can get shortened down. So it's pretty easy to put a play full seven game playoff series from eight weeks to six weeks, and then you're in late September. So it just it's you know just pe- move puzzle pieces together as we have all played done with plenty of jigsaw puzzles over the last month or so, um, and they and it lines up.
2: I mean, you talk about that—the the, the condensed version. I'm wondering if that would lead to better basketball because you hear players say they like that every other day routine. I've talked to numerous strength and conditioning, you know, director,
1: you know, player, science or whatever these positions are referred to now, and the optimum uh, performance is that you get to your performance peak and you stay there, and the best way to stay there is every other day. So you're absolutely right.
0: So the uh, schedule is set. The Jazz rotation is largely set. Do they just uh, just do this build-up and kind of scrimmage each other, and and uh, Quinn uses that to kind of figure out the rotations. And then, and then yeah, maybe think those so, handful yeah, think of regular got, season games to figure yeah, out. Yeah, you also you know we have to monitor and make sure that there isn't some you know some, some
1: we didn't see it the first time, but that we don't have some rash of. Outbreak and twelve players on the team get COVID or something of that sort. um, You know, you're going to give yourself enough ramp up time both to get the players ready, but also to have some scenarios take place to make sure that if there's something wrong with what we're doing, that we know it.
2: Do you think under this circumstance that once these these guys who are free agents or even in the off season, do you think that because of this crazy situation? that it might uh, increase the number of moves in the offseason or decrease or have no effect?
1: It's a really good question. Um, well, I think the lack of money will have a considerable effect. So that would be the first thing I would say. Um, the second part of it is... Um, so that that's part one. Um, part two is the... I think it just gonna affect every player in their own right. Like, you know, like maybe you're gonna take a few million less to stay somewhere close to where you live. I, I don't know. Like, this is impacting every person in their own manner. So I, what, I don't know. What do you think, PK?
2: I think that would have an impact in what you're going on. I like this last, light, last train of thought that you have. It may change the thinking a little bit to be more conservative in that way rather than be bold and entertain possibilities that normally you wouldn't enter, entertain because if you have a good thing and things are set up, maybe it's best that you stay and it's not just uh, put yourself out to the highest bidder. And then as far as the teams go, I'm wondering, you know, they might be a little more bit conservative because the thing didn't – however it plays out, it doesn't play out the way it traditionally plays out. So maybe that might uh, – Indicate like like a, a player like Emmanuel Moutier, I'm just wondering how that would affect his market, and you know he's played well when he's gotten the opportunity, and that the, maybe that they would say, well, let's do this again and have a real season, a more, you know, a, a more normal season, and then make the decisions. That would be my thought.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the the issue is on Moutier, um You know, both both the jazz money will be less than they had planned available because there's such a, you know, I don't know what the number is going to turn out to be, but if the league had doesn't play, I think it's a 33% drop in revenue. Yeah. I think it's from like 96 million to 62 million like that. Uh, um, so if, if you lose that, then, you know, Moody can just has no market, right? Everyone else has like being a free agent, a death mail. Um, so, In that case, you're likely to get attacked because there's not a there's not a market for Um, you know. I like Jordan Clarkson, who has some money coming to him. That could get really interesting. Now it was going to be hard anyway before all this happened because the only teams with money were not very good, and so you had poor teams with money. And does he want to go to a poor team? Does a poor team want a player like Jordan Clarkson? So that would have been you know that's the difficulty for him in the marketplace. Now you have. Four teams and not a lot of money. And the good teams very different
0: than it's bad. You you broke up right there. Say your point about good teams in Clarkson?
1: Oh good teams but, um, it's a luxury tax born anticipating.
0: Well, you broke up again, but I think it's luxury tax is gonna limit good teams from adding guys. Unless he wants to go somewhere from the minimum, which would sound like a big pay cut.
1: Right. Yep, you got me. Okay. We've known each other long enough, you know what I'm thinking.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I see where you're going with that. I see where you're going. All right. Well we'll uh we'll put the count down for six to eight weeks and see what uh mid July brings and if the uh if the NBA is indeed as you think, following the NHL and kind of restarting in the same way at the same time. I did not hear that from the Sinclair. They they bought a bunch of those regional sports networks. Right. So they're hip deep in the middle of all of that now. Yep. So that's interesting. I don't
1: know if you I don't know if you have any relationship with Sinclair.
0: I do, but they're the the sports regionals are the cousins, so we don't. It's not like we get a bunch of emails and know what's going on or anything. Right. So, so yeah, he said that about two weeks ago on their in, uh, investment call. Okay, there it is. Well, David, thanks for a few minutes, and uh, enjoy the start of summer. Okay, see you.